Greetings, Iboru, Iboya, Iboacheche, and Alafia to my tribe. Greetings to others again. I am Ifa Ife, and this is Valentine's Day 2022, Love Day, what well, every day is supposed to be a love day in my book, Jeremy. <laughs> but happy Monday, happy Legwa Day. We give thanks for for opening up our roads, for helping us have clear roads. We give thanks for Ilagwa for unlocking the doors that's meant for us to walk through. We give thanks for him holding our hands as we embark on a journey and walk through those doors. We give thanks Itawa, Ilagwa, Modupe Ilagwa, Ashe. I had to show him, um, give him reverence and show him his love in the beginning of this podcast. Because Mondays belong to Ilegua. So we always honor this Arisha on Mondays, you know. And, you know, it's a great way to start the week. You know, a lot of people don't like Mondays, but Mondays is a very beautiful day. Every day of the week is a beautiful day, you know. Um, it's a new day for, you know, new beginnings and change and, you know. Oh, excuse me. I'm up here. I've been drinking tea, y'all. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> it's early morning. But um yeah, so I just want to come on here and just kind of speak a little bit about um this culture which is Ifa and I just really want to speak about African spirituality period. Um so I'm just going to take that back. I want to speak about African spirituality period. Spirit just came to me. Um because it's deeper than just Ifa. It's Ifa, it's Lukami, Santaria, it is um, voodoo, anything that is that is not um, done by the masses, you know, which the majority of people in the world um, are Christian, Baptist, you know, Catholic, they honor Jesus, you know, um, which to us, Jesus is Ilegua, okay, um, that's why we pray the Ilegua first, because Ilegua gets your blessings, you know, and your prayers up to a lot of my day, which is God faster, right? I just want to say that too, but that'll be another conversation. <laughs> but yeah, so I just want to, you know, come on here for a little while and just 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 shed shed uh, shed some light on the spiritual um after you know African spirituality um and I just want to say that. Um, my journey I've been in E5 for going on six years I've been studying Um, just recently within the last two years um, I have been reading researching and studying and I've also recently been taking a few classes um, with a mambo um, for voodoo you know because again I'm speaking I want to speak about how we were taught and it was embedded in us and, you know, to, to be afraid of um, things that our ancestors did um, because of the other people who had us in slavery. They knew the power of us serving our gods, which are also in us, you know. So y'all have to do your research. 
And I'm going to constantly keep talking about hidden colors because as a black person, as a, as a melanated person, you need to watch all of those episodes. People have done the studies for you. They have done the research for you because a lot of people don't want to read. A lot of people don't want to take the time out to research and read things. Everything that you want, you know, the, the information is there, but a lot of people don't want to seek it out. A lot of people like believing the lies. They're content because they're comfortable there. And when you when you find out something outside of what you used to knowing or doing, it's like, oh, Lord, you know, like, what the hell? Like, you know, that's that's not right. But no. At least, you know, try to understand or, or, you know, before you say it ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Look into it. Do your research. Don't listen to what somebody tell you. Okay? Because speaking from experience, I was taught to be afraid of voodoo. I was taught to be afraid of my black African spirituality. I'm from Louisiana, so voodoo is all up and through Louisiana. Okay? Because the Haitian people were brought, brought there as slaves. Okay? Voodoo is what saved the people. In, 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 in New Orleans okay voodoo is also is voodoo is also um, I'm sorry I just had a text message that came in through but um, voodoo is also um, the way that um, our people and ancestors protected themselves during slavery times um, in Louisiana um, a lot of, a lot of, well, pretty much all of the people who were serving and doing voodoo, they hid what they were doing in, in Catholicism. Um, all of the saints in Catholicism are pretty much Orishas. Do your homework, do your research, and confirm. Don't come to me arguing. Do your research, do your homework, and, and then, then come discuss. Because it's not going to be an argument, it's going to be a discussion. Because you're going to feel, you're going to feel like you've been lied to your whole life, and you have. Okay, you have, but the truth is there. You just have to seek it. All right. I just want to say that. Bring it back. A lot of us were taught to fear voodoo. Okay, because saying it's evil and da 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 da. Yes, there's evil in everything. There's evil in the church. There's evil in 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 everything. You you, you from what I've known, there's 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 uh, uh, articles about priests and all type of things doing all type of foul things in churches so it really bothers me when people say um you know it's evil or whatever you know when you go to church and a lot of times the preacher sleeping with people in a in a you know in the congregation that's that's not of God you know what I'm saying that's but he got a wife that's that's not of God so it's just, you know, we, we have to stop pointing fingers and we have to really learn to analyze the whole situation and to stop believing what people say and just going with what the masses say because it's what everybody else is doing, right? So I just want to say that. Um, I want to say that. And I'm not sure if you guys know about, I'm sure you've heard of Medi Laveau. Medi Laveau was a very, very powerful and known mambo and voodoo priestess um, in New Orleans who is worldwide known right now because of the work that she did um, for the people. I mean, her humanitarian work was amazing. Um, and as well as she equipped the people on how to protect themselves. They went to her for juju and hoodoo, you know, because she was a free woman of color. She was mixed, so she was a free woman of color, right, in New Orleans doing slavery times, Okay. And 
voodoo, hoodoo is what saved her and what and what helped her save a lot of the people in the city. People would come near and far to to her to get work done. Even 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 white people. It, it wasn't it was you know even them even they came to her because they recognized the power that she she had and how she was able to work you know work with this work with the different spirits spirits and de- deities. Okay, and I just want to let you know before I move on to Efi and all of that that every time I go back home to Louisiana and Bourbon Street, baby, is where Maddie Laveau, one of her shops is, but it's it's voodoo shops and things like that all over New Orleans, right? And black people, most black people are afraid. They walk, they don't even look at the place when they walk by. They're that afraid. But you know who is, but you know who is in there because the store is constantly packed. It's usually a line outside the store. Whites, Caucasians, um, Spanish, just different other races except black. You might see a few sprinkles here and there, but for the most part, it's 90% of the other races. And it's because they know the power. They know the power that our deities and, you know, worshiping and honoring those deities possess. Because those, those energies begin to dwell within you. And they already dwell within you. But when you start studying and feeding the energies... Those, those energies within you tend to ignite, right? It's like a spark. Yes, it, it, it ignites, right? So I just wanted to say that. But every time I go home, it's, it's us. We scared. But the white people is all in the store, packed, buying all of the novelties, um, honoring her, um, honoring Papa Legba, um, you know, they're they not afraid to do it. Matter of fact, it's a lady and she's not black. I want to say, I, I don't I don't know her religion. I mean, not her, not her religion, but I don't know her ethnicity um, offhand. But she's not black. And she has a huge statue of Pop, of, of Ilegwa, which is the same thing as Papa Legba, you know. I mean, Papa Legba, which is connected to Ilegwa in Ifa in her yard. And she is bold and proud about it, you know. Um... That's a lot of people um, in New Orleans who work with voodoo, who is of the Caucasian race, and they are financially stable. They are financially financially secure. Um, they they you know they and the whole family is pretty much successful because they are doing the work and they are honoring the deities, okay, and they are working with their own ancestors, right? Out of all the races, it seems as though. African-Americans, black people are the only ones that don't honor their ancestors. We bury our deceased um, kin and we just leave them there. We might mourn for maybe a week, you know, maybe a few months, you know. And then after that, the, the feelings and the, and, and the, and the, and the emotions, we, you know, we, we, we forget. But I'm here to tell you, like, that's power in that, too. You go in any type of nail shop, usually you will see a shrine at the front door. Okay? Usually you will see a shrine at the front door because they're honoring their deities to keep abundance and prosperity coming in their shop. Which is why you keep going in there to get your nails done when you know damn well you really can't afford a lot of time. And I, a nail people don't have, don't have them told me. They don't even like what they do. They just do it because they know the money, you know, it's, it's, it's money in it. And yeah, they know that a lot of people are going to spend their last money on pampering itself self-care self-love hey it's essential it's a necessity as well <laughs> but you know we don't you don't need to get your nails done and stuff like that but it makes you feel good when you get them done but y'all don't even understand 
when you see that shrine, like, yeah, their, their spirit guides are pulling you in there and saying, come on, spend that money. Spend that money and bless my child. Thank you. <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to say that. But, I mean, you can go in Mexico. Mexico, have they, they honor um, Santa Marta. Um, Merete, how you know, some people say it a different way, but I say Santa Marta. Um, she is the deity over, you know, that's connected to the dead. Um, and they they honor her very boldly over there. A lot of people are afraid of it because they don't understand what Santa Marta is, you know, what the deity represents. Um, I love her. Nothing about Santa Marta scares me. And I guess it's because I'm a child of Oya. So the dead is like a, a comfort zone for me. Like I feel... I feel at home when I go to the graveyard. Um, not really at home, but I feel like I'm surrounded by love. Um, you know, because there's so many um, spirits that's in the graveyard that are forgotten. Um, even in my own family, um, I go to my, you know, grave. You know, I, I have my graveyard with my, my maternal family uh, lives. And I have my the graveyard with my, my uh, paternal family lives and everybody who's connected to those families are in that graveyard and um we have like the more newer recent people who done passed away their graves you know you can see that they're attended to um my uncle pretty much the one that maintain the graveyard now but um you if you would see all un, like the forgotten graves you can tell people who never come to the graves and show love you can tell those who never you know you know even come to acknowledge their deceased anymore like it shows and it's very sad and it's very depressing and spirit can feel it your ancestors can feel it and it's it's you're only hurting yourself in the long run um and i'm speaking to the ones who have it hard in life um a lot of you who have it hard in life it's because you are chosen you're chosen to walk a specific path and you're not walking that path. So until you decide to get on, get in, get in alignment with what the divine wants you to do and what they sent you to do, because we all come here for a mission. We didn't come here just to work, uh, you know, buy a house and have kids and, and die. That's not why we came here. We came here to complete a mission. Everybody's mission is different. You know, I'm doing I'm I'm doing my mission right now, which is sharing the, the love and the goodness within this culture because we were taught to fear it. And it's time that we wake up to our power and own it, you know? And you do that by first acknowledging the different parts of yourself that you had hidden for so long, you know, and that you didn't even know about, you know? And when you begin to acknowledge those parts of yourself, you begin to strengthen yourself in in those parts where those energies lie dormant, right? Because the Orishas and the Loas are are energies. They They are a form of energy, you know, that we utilize to help us embark along our journey, right? Because you're going to have trials, you're going to have tribulations or whatever like that. But when you connect to to these different spiritual um, paths, whether it's voodoo, whether it's Ifa, Santeria, whatever, because um, they're all connected. Again, you begin to ignite that, that energy within yourself. Right, because all of the different deities lie within us. I don't care if you're a child of Oshun or Yah, it doesn't matter. At a, at a different point in your life, you're gonna, in a different day, every day you have to work with different Orishas. Every day, I'm telling you, because I just told you today is Monday, Ilegwa. Tuesdays belongs to Ogun. Um, I'm gonna start coming on here more often and talk on the days of the Orishas and start talking about the Orishas and you know their likes and dislikes and maybe start sharing some patakis um, with your stories. Um, of the Orishas and they pretty much help us to understand 
our own life path in different situations that we have endured because a lot of the Orishas have lived a human life. They came here to, to experience human life, you know, so I guess I really feel like so they could overstand what we go through as humans or whatever. So, um, yeah, so trust me, when you are when you're calling on these deities, they they understand, they they can feel what you're going through. Um and if you really work closely with them, like you will create a a pact that that is you is is better than any type of relationship that you would have on this planet. I'm telling you. I'm telling you what I've experienced. The love that I feel from spirit is something that I have been yearning for for years. And thinking that I was going to get it from humans, the love that I seek is, they, they can't even fathom. They can't even fathom. They can't even understand the loyalty. <laughs> yeah, the love, the loyalty, the respect that we have for enough for each other, it's a, it's a mutual thing. A mutual thing. And spirit work the same way, you know, and you know, just, you know, how you hear things, you know, the, the saying in the Bible, how, you know, God, God, you know, you have to take one step and God going to take another step with you. It is, you do, the, it's basically saying you have to do the work. Spirit just not going to just be doing all the work for you. You can't sit down and, and you know, think that because you go do ebos with your sacrifices and all these things. Are you working candles? Are you doing all these different rituals? And you think that shit is shit just going to change overnight. That's not how this goes. The, the work starts within. Okay, let's get that clear. The work starts within. Okay, it goes within and you have to work on your ori first, which is yourself. Once you begin to working with yourself and on yourself... You're going to start connecting and working with your ancestors, okay? They all let you yourself, which is your Ori and your ancestors, are the first, the first connection that you need to be making to the divine. That's outside of the low eyes and the Orishas, because everybody be ready to go work with the low, the, the Orishas and the low eyes. You know, you, you, you skip over the, 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 the most potent, the most potent part of this, which is your ancestors, and we are taught to be afraid of it. We are taught that that's, that's evil. That's, a de- that's demonizing. Uh, you know, it's an evil thing for you to have a shrine or altar up for your ancestors, which is pictures and libations, which is libations or drinks that they once drunk when they were here. Um, you know, what is evil about that? What is evil about honoring your ancestors, right? That is done in every religion, whether it's voodoo, whether it's um, uh, Hinduism, um, um, you know, Santeria, Luca, because these are all different type of walks that you can walk, right? It's all, <laughs> it's all based on the shoulders of the ancestors, right? It ain't no way around it. <sighs> now, let me explain a little something. So the ancestors are pretty much like, you know, pretty much your ancestors are guardian angels, right? They are your guardian angels. They are the closest, your, your closest, um, thing to, you know, protection, guidance, love, right? They're going to, they're going to jump and move for you faster than a, 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 a deity that don't know you. Okay. Um, a lot of people mess up coming into this, this, this path straight excited ready to go work with different deities not knowing if that deity even want to work with you right because a deity usually comes to you and when i say they come to you you're gonna know you're gonna know that they're trying to communicate with you they're gonna give you signs and if you you are somewhat awoke you you, you're gonna know i promise you you're gonna know because they're already thinning the veil for you to even 
for them to even be you know communicate with you so i promise you you're gonna if you pay attention close enough you're gonna know and you're gonna know which deity it is you're gonna feel it some of us can hear in our in our subconscious you know um they will go to talk they will go to speaking to you you know you're not crazy and when you get around more people who are like you you will you will understand you're not crazy Nothing is wrong with you. You just think like you just think outside of other people. You don't do things the way other people do things. You know, we, we you know, we don't roll with the masses. I've never been one to roll with the masses. I've always been one to be a trendsetter. I like to do my own thing. <laughs> since been, since a child. Um, I was always called weird a weirdo, you know, because I, I did I always did things what others was was would think was weird. I always wore different things and you know, so but I mean, if I felt it looked good I'm putting it on. Or if I felt this is it's good and feel good to me, I'm doing it. <laughs> you know, using you know, I've been tapping into my gift of discernment, you know. And um I suggest that everybody do that. Don't worry about what people think. And if you are afraid, because I will tell you this is a lonely path. <laughs> it's a very lonely path. Um but you're gonna find those who are meant to be with you and be in your life along this journey. Um that's and that's the most beautifulest thing ever. So you're gonna shed a different lot of different parts of yourself. You're gonna shed different people that aren't meant to come with you, um, and you're gonna gain a lot of good people in your life who are meant to bless you. You know, and you're gonna bless them. It's it's, it's gonna be an equal, you know, equal thing. You y'all gonna pour into each other. Um, I will say the more and more that you begin to tap into your ancestors and that energy of your ancestors, you will, you, like I said earlier, you will begin to ignite um, that energy that's, that's, that lies within you. All of your ancestors that have transitioned before you, all of, all of those energies live within your DNA. So they operate within you. Yes, your grandmothers, your grandfathers, your uncles, your cousins, ancestors you don't even know. When I pray, I call on all of my ancestors, even the ones I don't know, my Haitian side, my Spanish side, and my Native American side. I'm calling on all of them, especially because, all you know, the history of what my ancestors have done. Yeah, I'm going to need all of them to be fighting and walking with me on this journey, honey, because... Yeah, my path has not been an easy one, and I'm I need all the help I can get because <laughs> I'm looking to um master and and conquer this journey as I'm here. Because yeah, I'm not doing this shit no more. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna live on in Olarun as an elder and an ancestor helping from the other side. Because yeah, this planet is very ghetto, and I don't like it. <laughs> I'm serious, um, but I'm truly, truly grateful to be here and be chosen um, to to do the work for 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 um, a lot of my day, which is God, and for spirit as a whole, you know. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to um, shed some light on that, you know, and how we should really begin to honor our ancestors. And again, the more you honor your ancestors, the more you honor that energy within yourself. And you're going to see the confidence begin to, you know, raise up. You're going to see different things be able to, you know, start moving in your life. You're going to wonder, but you're not, after a while, you're not going to wonder. You're going to know that was my ancestors. You're going to start thanking your ancestors for the guidance. You're going to start thanking your ancestors for the protection that they get constantly give you. Because you're going to know that that's who's protecting you. That who That's who was sent here. Like, they love you. You know, so... You know, a lot of them, 
they want you to do the work. You know, you have work to do for your whole bloodline. Like the ones who are chosen and who are listening to this podcast, nine times out of ten, you are chosen to do work for your bloodline. You have generational curses that you need to break. Whether you're a male or female, it doesn't matter. We all have work to do because we all embody both male and female energies, right? We are we 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 are both. You know, and you have to learn to honor both all parts of yourself, all parts, your masculine, your feminine, your, your, your spiritual guys that walk with you, you know, your ancestors first, your Ori, which is your head, your higher self, and all of the spiritual guys and deities that have come to walk with you along this journey. Because we have a lot of different angels that come here to make sure that we get to what we, you know, where we need to get. The cheat code to life is working these different paths, is honoring your ancestors, is tapping into Ifa, is tapping into voodoo because it helps you to maneuver through these paths a whole lot easier. I'm not going to say a little bit, a whole lot easier. When you sit down with your Bible or your mambo or whatever and you get these different readings with your divinations, right? That's somebody who can speak to spirit, you know, really, really good. You know, they've been studying and just to sit there and get those, you know, those readings and information that can help you to embark on your journey, help you have a clearer path, help you to to, to, to avoid different things, you know, different blockages and things in the roads. And if you do have blockages, it's things that can be done to clear those blockages internally and, and as well as physically. It's work that can be done, but you have to do the work. Nothing is given, you know, you have to work for it. You know, you have to work for it. Um, and in this type of, you know, this, this, this path, yeah, you're going to have to do the work. And that means internal work. I mean, you got to work on yourself first. You know, a lot of us are broken. You know, a lot of us are carrying a lot of trauma. A lot of us carrying trauma from our, um, ancestors, which are your parents and things like that, that, you know, that is really hereditary. Like it's, it's in your, it's in your blood. Um, so we have to, the ones that's strong enough to fight and, and to clear, you know, to clear all those things up. We, that's, what, that's, that's your mark. That's what you have to do. Um, it's not an easy path, but it's beautiful. It, it has been a beautiful journey. I can't complain. Um, every, you know, hardship that I've had in my life has been a major lesson. Um, and I've learned to look at it as a, as a blessing, you know. And that my you know, life is not meant to break me or hurt me. It's, it's, you know, it's meant to help me grow into who I'm meant to be every time I endure, you know, a hard time or whatever. And I've, you know, now I get stronger and stronger as I go through, you know, you're going to go through shit. But having the, the, you know, your ancestors walking with you strongly, you know, boldly, they, 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 you feeding them. So they strong. The more you feed them, the more stronger that they get, the more you will feel them, you know. So it's, it's. It's beauty in this work. Don't let nobody tell you that it's evil. And if you believe in that, then you really are missing out. You're missing out on the best parts of yourself. You're missing out on, um, I'm going to say that, yeah, you're missing out on the best parts of yourself. Because when you don't honor your ancestors, you know, you're not honoring all parts of yourself. Um, you're not. And I'm, I'm going to say that when you ignore and, and decline what you are a part of, you are pretty much declining and, you know, spewing hate on that part of yourself because it's still in you. It's still in your DNA. It's not going to change anything because you don't want to acknowledge it. Your ancestors is just going to keep tapping that ass until you recognize and, and wake up to 
damn, we trying to call you because you got a major call on your life. Like, you're not like the other ones. You ain't regular. So, yeah, we're going to bust your ass a little bit more because we didn't send you here for to be doing all of this befoolery that you out here doing. Like, this is the man's world, you know, but this is also spirit's world, too, you know. And um, when you tap into those, I got chills, because when you tap into those other parts of yourself, you will begin to see that. You will begin to see that earth is, is, a, is a place of manifestations and that you can have and be anything that you want to be in this world and that things can change and transition and you can make it change and transition. The magic and the energy that you're looking for, it, it, it's, it, it dwells within you. It lies within you. Ladies, a lot of that magic is sitting in your womb. Not even activated because you don't even acknowledge your womb. You don't even show your womb love. Right? You show your you show your womb love by just, you know, by acknowledging it, putting your hand on your stomach, loving on it. Right? Love on you more. And as you love on you more, you love on your ancestors more. You love on your own ori, which is very important which is your higher self. And that's our goal, to become our most highest, best version of ourselves. And we call it Iwapile, which is good character, because that's what God sent us here to do, to be our best selves, you know? But we have to explore all parts of ourselves, you know? We have to choose to be that best part of ourselves, right? It's a choice. That's one thing. We come here with free will. It's a choice, why, you know, I like to say, you know, let's bring it back to Ilegua. Ilegua is red and black. And it's because he represents both dark and light. It He's the only Arisha that has one foot on the dark side as well as the light. It's 401 Arishas slash lowers. And he is that one that sits in the middle. Right? So it's 200 bad, 200, 200 good. And Ilegua is that one who sits in the middle and he represents choices because again God sent us here with free will so whatever happens to you whether it's good or bad is because of you it's because of the choice that you made right so we have to really like remember that you know constantly um, in this path, my, my path over here that I've chose, yes, constantly being reminded. I, I have Elegua on my hand for that reason because I want him to, as I look down, I know it's a daily reminder, you know, and it helps me to make better choices. Um, even the way I respond to people, you know, because you're still going to have, I'm telling you, you're still going to have things going. You're still going to have people that are going to try you. You're still going to have people that are going to test your gangster, you know what I'm saying? But when you overstand and know what you're tapped into, you don't have, you learn to fight different. You see, we don't we don't fight physical anymore. We let, we we sit down and we we fight different. We get on the mat and we sit with spirit and we pray about it. And we like it's like you go and tell. I be telling people like, oh okay, baby, I don't care what you do to me, and I'm not I'm not, you, you I ain't even worrying about it. But please know I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell my daddy them, and I'm starting with the leg while my warriors. Yes, I'm gonna start with the leg while going to Chelsea, and I'm gonna take that thing to Ifa. Yeah, and then Osun, period. And I'm going to take that thing to my ancestors. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling. And I'm going to tell it to my worry. I'm, I'm telling. I'm telling to all the deities that I walk with. And that's the song, period. And I'm not, I'm going to lead them up to you. I'm going to lead it up to, up to them how they're going to handle you. And you know what? That has made my life a lot less stressful. I, you know, I really don't let people get under my skin like it used to anymore. Because I know 
when you fucking with me, I'm gonna say it like that. When you fucking with me and trying to fuck over me, it ain't just me. You, you fucking over. Yeah, you 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 fucking you fucking over me, but and and my my ancestors. You playing with me and them, and the deities that work with me and my ancestors. I'm telling you, they 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 not having it. Mother West, <laughs> baby, <laughs> it's Black History Month. Melda J West, Google her, Google her, honey. That's one thing about it. You can Google my grandmother, Emelda J West, E M E L Z A J West. Yes, ma'am. Google her. Google the bloodline that I'm connected to, that I'm very proud of. That's the warrior blood that's in my, that's pumping through my veins, sweethearts. And I'm very proud to say it. I'm very proud to, to honor my ancestors, not just, uh, you know, when they birthdays come around or no sweetheart i honor my ancestors daily and as i honor my ancestors daily i honor myself daily you heard me i'm telling you what god love so um to those who i've even been told you know that you know that people you know people be looking at you crazy like oh that's evil that's scary what you doing and that's witchcraft sweetheart you can call it what you want you call it what you want now, if you consent over there playing, dealing with Jesus, then you go, you, you be content over there in the corner with your Jesus. But don't come over here telling me nothing about all the deities I choose to work with. You want to be over there with your one God, go ahead on. I'm over here with all of my gods, including me, because I'm a God as well, because that those gods dwell within me, period. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to de- down and deplete yourself and water yourself down, sweetheart, you, you go right ahead. But don't come over here trying to water my shit down over here because I understand and I know what I'm doing over here. But do you? We, we it's, it's, it's too much history that y'all know that, you know, these people forced the Bible on us. They forced the Bible on us. The Bible was forced on us in slavery. How can y'all not, how can y'all forget that? Like, that was forced on us. So you got to know that something wasn't right about that. You got to know that they understood the power that we were connected to. That's why they pulled us from our lands, right? But a lot of us were already here, right? Native, Native Americans were doing their doing thing their own way too. They all worship different gods. You feel me? It, 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 outside of themselves. They all meditated which is praying quieting your mind why is that crazy to some people i don't i don't make that make sense to me because y'all looking real crazy to me the ones who ain't you know aligned with their higher self y'all looking crazy to me but i don't i try not to judge because y'all blind and y'all don't know the veil is still thick over your eyes and i give thanks for spirit ripping the veil off of my eyes because they didn't thin it they just ripped it off (laughs) it was real painful at first but I don't regret it at all. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> and um, just within, I've been practicing going on six years, I've seen my life shift and change. Literally. Literally. So I'm speaking from experience. It's not what nobody done told me. I'm telling you from experience. Even if you don't, even if you want to continue worshiping Jesus or whoever, it doesn't matter. See, that's what we, we're taught to be. We don't, we, don't, we don't spew hate over here in this lane. Why y'all over there talking about we evil and shit? We don't spew hate. It's all about love over here. Ego, it's no ego over here. None. But if you, it, it don't matter what path you're choosing. 
honor your ancestors. You should have an ancestor altar, a small area in your home dedicated to your ancestors. With pictures, yes, feed your ancestors. We give our ancestors the first meal because they make sure that we eat. And they're going to make sure that we continue to eat. So when I cook in my house and in this in this spiritual culture and, and way of living, we always feed our ancestors. If you cook every day, you're going to feed them every day. You know, me, I cook every other day, you know. And I make sure I give them a plate first. Before everybody in the house eat, ancestors get their plate first. I acknowledge them. I give thanks for them first. And when I tell y'all, like, I have, again, I have seen my life shift. Every time, you know, and you, when you move further along a journey, you go to getting initiated and things like that and really working with Orishas, I promise, like, I have seen my life change. I have seen Orisha spirit save me from numerous things. I have seen them save my children because I don't just pray over myself. I pray over my children. And my kids are also into Ifa. As well, everybody have their collars except one of my sons, and he's working on getting his. You know, my mom was six, and I just had my first grandchild, and my daughter wants me to raise my granddaughter up in Ifa, and I'm so grateful for that. She says she wished that I would have known and would have been who I am now so that her and my younger daughter could have came up in it, you know, because they feel like they would be more confident and more stronger. And they would have, but it's okay because we know now and we're fixing it, you know. That's the thing. Spirit is always going to be there waiting for you. they just waiting on you to come to them. That's it. But, baby, once you make that decision to go to them, it's up and it's stuck. <laughs> it's up and it's stuck. Your faith will be tested. That's will be the main thing that's going to be tested, your faith. And it's the key to everything. Believing and having faith in something that you cannot see is one of the most, I know, is one of the most hardest things to do. But I need you to put yourself in your childlike form. As a child, we we had we believed in everything. We believed in the Easter Bunny. We believed in Santa Claus. We know damn well that ain't real right now. We grown. We the ones we going to the store buying presents, wrapping presents, trying to make Santa Claus look good. Really? <laughs> so I need y'all to take it back. You know, acts tap into that inner child, which is Elegua. He helps us to stay connected to that inner child. Right? That's when we are our most innocent self. That's when we are also most connected to the divine and the pure, the purity of the divine. We can see and feel all of our senses are very heightened and our gifts are very heightened. A lot of us have come here with gifts of clairvoyance, clairaudience, you know, just whatever your gift is. And as you get older, you lose it. Some of us can see spirit. Some of us can talk to spirit. Again, as a child, you go back because I can remember myself seeing spirit as a child. And I thought I was crazy, but now I know I have a child that sees spirit too. And now I'm around a lot of other people who talk to spirit and deal with spirit. And now I know I'm in the right place. Like, dang, like, I wasn't crazy back then. And that was one of my protectors. You know, I'm scared, but that was one of my protectors. He, he was protecting me, trying to, you know. But like I said, Arisha, spirit won't force themselves on you. You have to want to work with them. You have to want to honor that part of yourself. But once you agree to do it, your life will never be the same. And you have to do it with a pure heart and good intentions. You might hear about people 
you know, going, you know, going through shaky things or whatever, or getting through, you know, getting back, I'm going to say, getting life to knock their ass up. It's because they're not walking the path right. They're not living right. They're doing, they, they, yeah. But I just need y'all to overstand that spirit can see all. Spirit knows all. So you might can lie to me or anybody else, but you cannot lie to them because they already know what you're thinking. They, they already, they, you can't see them, but they walking with you everywhere you go. Even though you don't acknowledge them and work with them, they're still walking with you everywhere you go. You can't do nothing without them. So again, you can lie to me, but you can't lie to them. So it really helps you to really create yourself and to be the best you that you can be. It really does. Because when you know that you're being watched at all times, yeah, and you know that you're trying to gain their respect and you want them to do things for you, yeah, you're going to do the right thing. Because if not, then they're not going to bless nothing that you're trying to make manifest. Like, they're not going to help you. And it's a 50-50 thing. You do the work in the physical realm, spirit going to work in the, um, in, the, in, the, in the spiritual realm. And you need both to be your best self a lot of the time. Right? Us chosen ones, we definitely need both. Because we didn't come here to exist. We didn't come here to go work a regular job and just live and eat sleep shit and die that's not why we came here okay i always say i don't want want, the world ain't gonna owe me nothing when i leave here the same way my grandmother you know traveled the world was able to make an impact on the world her state you know what i'm saying um yeah that's that's what i pray for you know that people have good things to say about ife you know um and i bless their lives you know that's that would be beautiful for me. I I want to leave you know have leave people with good things. You know I'm gonna leave a good impression, a good impression on people. You know, and that's that's what I'm. That's what this work is. That's what I plan to do. Um, me doing this work for for spirit. Um, it's really is a it's 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 a blessing. It's really a blessing for me and a gift from God. And I'm thankful to be chosen to do it. Um. A lot of people aren't strong enough mentally to handle it. And I give thanks for my Ori helping me to, to hold the weight uh, of this assignment. Because <laughs> um, it gets hard at times, you know. Like I said, your faith is your fate will be tested a lot along this journey. But with your ancestors and you being connected to your higher self and the deities that walk with you, that's all the strength that you need. To, 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 to conquer everything that you're looking to conquer in this realm. I'm telling you. Um, but we have to. We got to honor our ancestors. We have to. You don't let your people die. And people, we don't die. Our soul just transition. Your flesh dies. You know? You, I go to the graveyards often, and it's, it's one of the sad. It's sad because there's so many souls there have, that have been forgotten. So that's why I really have a passion for what I do because I love to go to the graveyard and visit and, and visit those souls that don't get that much recognition. You know, you can tell the ones who haven't had nobody came in years, you know, and that's sad. They want to be loved on too just because they transition. They still want to feel loved. They still want to be acknowledged, you know. Bring me some flowers. Pull a little libations on my grave. They say pull, pull something out for the homies. That's the truth because the earth is, one, is, is also an energy that's alive. It's one of the oldest energies that that exist that we forget to even give thanks to 
but not us. Because in our culture, we are taught to give thanks to all of the energies. And the energies, they manifest in a lot of different ways. Just like I'm going to say Oshun. Oshun manifests as the river. You know? Yemonja. Yemonja, um, she manifests as the ocean. Oya. Oya. Oya manifests as graveyard. And now you understand why I have the connection I do to the dead. They're the most loving things ever. It's some of these people walking on this earth that's more that's evil as hell. Them the ones you need to be worrying about these walking demons who y'all living with a lot of times. Some of y'all sleeping with the damn devil. You hear me? So like for real, for real. You need to be tapped into your ancestors so they ancestors so they can help you out so you can get up out of that situation. A lot of y'all feel like y'all in the dead end, but you're not. You have all the assistance that you need, but you're not calling on them. You're not asking. You're not tapping in. You're not honoring them. You know? And if you feel afraid, you shame, you know, at first, you, you don't want everybody to know what you're doing, put it in your room. Put it in your closet. I wouldn't necessarily say put it in your room because put it in your closet. You know, don't put it out in your room in the open, but put it in your closet where you can have privacy. If you feeling that, that you're not, you don't want everybody to know what you're doing. But I'm going to tell you, you're going to want spirit to bless you openly, right? Yeah, so keep that in mind when you try to hide them. That's all I'm saying, and I'm going to leave it like that. Um, and I'm going to end this podcast. Um, we are we are at uh, 44, 45 minutes. Um, I went on longer than what I was planning on. But, hey, spirit was talking and had a message to be uh, delivered. So it was my job to oblige. <laughs> so, um... Before I get off, I want to say, Mafedefun Egun. Egun is our ancestors. Kafedefun Egun. We give thanks for the ancestors. We show reverence to the ancestors. Pay homage to the ancestors. We give thanks. We give thanks. We give thanks. Without y'all, it would be no us. We give thanks for you sharing your ashe with us. We give thanks for your guidance. We give thanks for your protection. And again, we give thanks for your love. Because a lot of us don't get to feel that love here in this lifetime. So I give thanks. We give thanks for the unconditional love of our ancestors. Known and unknown. Ashe. 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 Wow. Yeah, so if you haven't built your ancestor altar, I suggest that you get started on it. Today will be a great day to begin your um ancestor um altar and open up them roads and you know that that connection, you know, to, to your ancestors and your spiritual guides and your you know guardian angels and your higher self. Today will be a perfect day for that. It doesn't take much for your ancestor altar. I'm gonna say it quickly, give you a quick um, breakdown. Your ancestor altar, you can have a small table, it can be a countertop. I have a bookshelf because mine is growing and I'm about to get a bigger one. <laughs> um, more and more I found out about my ancestors. I get, you know, get more pictures and yeah, so we growing. So, but you don't have to start that massive. I've been doing this for going on six years. So my, when I first started my ancestor ulcer, it was a small table, like the tables that you, you get your grandma and them used to eat off of, you know, when you didn't have no kitchen table or, you know, people back then we used to eat in front of the TV. So let me transfer to y'all. Excuse me. So, um, a small table, 
um, covered with white because you know white is, is purity it's also you know connected to the ancestors so um you want to put a white cloth on it if you can't find a tablecloth it's fine put a white towel a little bit over it don't think so much okay just flow with it just flow with it think about the water think about the water we're just gonna flow <laughs> okay we're gonna flow all right don't think too much just flow all right so white cloth we're just gonna say a white cloth doesn't have to be a tablecloth white cloth it can be a towel it can be a damn it could be a curtain that's white and you just want to utilize it as a tablecloth it doesn't matter just make sure it's white okay pictures of your ancestors if you don't have pictures just write all their names down as many as you know and put it on the altar that's good enough right because you're acknowledging them okay um white flowers don't matter what kind I like to use carnations, but I change up sometimes. It just depends what spirit is leading me to, to put on the altar. Because um, I work with Yamoja a lot, and that's my grandmother. So sometimes I might put blue flowers on there. It just depends. But a lot of times I always put white flowers, okay? And that's what you're supposed to do because you're a newbie to the game, okay? You're just starting. So you're going to put white flowers, all right? <laughs> you're going to put white flowers. Um a white candle. I like to use the glass seven-day candles. You can get them at, um, I don't really like Dollar Tree ones because they wax, it's, you can tell it's cheap. It, they burn fast. Um, but hey, if that's all you can get to, get it. I've used those too. It's same thing. Peel, always peel the, um, the um, barcode off. Peel that off or scratch it off, whatever. Um, Go ahead and get some Florida water. Make sure you got Florida water and cleanse your candle before you, you utilize it. Wipe it. You put some Florida water in your hands and just rub the candle. Cleanse the candle of all the energies that didn't, that didn't touched it since it done been in the store, right? Cleanse it. So that's all you really need to do. Um, put that on your altar and you light it, okay? Um, what else? Pictures if you have it. Like I said, libations. Um, whatever your ancestors drunk. My mama was... You know, she she was a lot of my ancestors are alcoholics. I'm gonna keep it a thousand, you know. <laughs> and my mom preferably was a drinker. Um, and she's also Oshun too, because she was a beautiful, she was the most beautiful thing ever, but I would drink a man. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I always put a shot glass of um rum. You know, I usually put two because my mom used to like E and J brandy, so I put a shot glass of rum because rum is what we use for spirits you know is what we use to feed the um speed feed our um shrines and things like that when we're doing offerings and working with the different deities we use a lot of rum and gin um but like i said for me sometimes i'll put a shot of enj brandy or some nice cognac or something up there because i know my mom used to like brown she loved brown she she used to drink anything but brown was her her favorite and preferably enj brandy um, so I'll do that. Um, but will you put on there whatever your ancestors used to used to drink, like coffee? Most older people drink coffee. Put you a, a, a coffee cup up there with some coffee. Um, um, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, and I will also advise you to put a, a shot glass of honey, which is onin. We say onin. That's what it is in Yoruba. You put that on your altar too because that will help your ancestors bring sweetness, love, and abundance in your life, right? Y'all know that honey is connected to Oshun, right? So all of those things that Oshun represents, yes, it's going to help your ancestors 
radiate all those things into your life, right? So you want to put you a shot glass of, of honey on your altar. But you just, whatever your ancestors, whatever your ancestors liked, put it on the altar. My mom was a cigarette smoker, so I always make sure I buy her a pack of cigarettes. I keep a pack of either Misty's 120s menthols, lights, because that's what her favorite are, um, Virginia Slims 120s, like, you know, whatever. And I usually light one up and I'll smoke one in front of the altar and blow it on the altar. Usually um, I do it on Fridays because Fridays is Ancestor Day. So it's a great day for you guys to start your altar today. Today is Monday. Get it set up. And then Friday, you'll be ready to really work your altar. Um, and the more you work it, the more it will come alive. The more you will feel the energies move in your life and show themselves in your life. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to make sure I'm forgetting nothing. But, yeah, that's the basics. That's the basics of it. And you're just going to work your altar. Every Friday, you're going to check your altar. You're going to make sure that the um, the food and things that you put on it, if it goes bad, which is mildew, you're going to see they're going to suck the energy. It's going to go dry. Yes, they really eat. They take the energy from the food. They take the energy from the drinks. You will see your drinks, um, you know, uh, slowly evaporate. It's because spirit is really drinking they're really taking the ashe from the offerings that you're putting up there the more you tend to feed them the more they will drink and eat and you will see um just keep an eye on your altar you should really go sit with your altar and talk to them daily you know if you're going through things go learn and have a try to get a a, 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 a routine of, of of going sit in front of your altar and talking to your ancestors because they hear with everything you're saying whatever you got going on good or bad especially if it's something bad you go talk to them you tell them what's going on ask them what you what you're looking for what you need them to do you know how you need them to help you in your life you know talk to them the same way i'm talking to you right now they can they hear you you don't have to go into a full-on prayer and all of that you don't have to do all that just you know and and if you don't know them you always make sure you say I give thanks for my ancestors, known and unknown. Always acknowledge them because I'm still learning out. I'm still finding a lot, finding out um, about my ancestors. A lot of them, my my aunt, like I'm still finding out. Like like a lot of people don't even know their grandparents. Like for instance, my paternal um, grandparents. I'm still trying to find. You know, I just find out. Just found um, the names of my paternal grandparents great grands because i know my grands but my great grands and so on and so forth you know it's really sad that a lot of us don't know um our kin and and where we come from because if you don't know your people you don't know where you come from you don't know who you are you know i just really found out all of my bloodline i'm like damn i got asian in me damn i got spanish in me okay that makes sense that's why my eyes are hazel slash gray they change that's why i got a good texture of hair um you know, my hair is softer than most, you know, it's not kinky. And my kids are too, you know, my kids have been, people don't ask me all the time if my children as kids were Mexicans, black Mexicans. I'm like, no, we're black. The hell? <laughs> you know? Um, so I'm just really finding out about myself, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, and I will tell you, like, you will realize as you get along this journey, a lot of your ancestors have been, your ancestors have been walking with you and protecting you a long time. So you're going to want to give them a lot of love, show them a lot of love. Um, I just found out about an aunt that I had, my mama's, my mama's baby sister. Never even knew she had a baby sister that died and got killed when she was younger. She, she never talked about it. She never told us that we had an aunt. She never showed pictures, like nothing. I found out through a reading 
um, with a uh, voodoo priestess of Oshun. And yeah, I was like, who is she? she my, my aunt came through screaming Iris. And I'm like, Iris. And she asked me, who is Iris? And so I went asking my aunts and things like that. And my aunt confirmed. She was like, TDS. She called me TD. She was like, TDS. You know, I have a sister named Iris. That's your auntie. And she, she got killed in a car wreck in New Orleans in a curve. Crazy thing is, my mom was killed in a car wreck too. In a curve. Crazy fucking thing, bro. It's the craziest thing ever. Um, but it was foggy when my mom transitioned. Um, but my aunt was killed in her early 20s. She was still young. She was still a baby. And that's why my uncle, who, which is my cousin, I grew up knowing him as my uncle. So, yeah, just dig and study and search and find out who you are. When you find out who your, who your ancestors are, you, you're going to find out who you are in all aspects. And I promise you, like, you're going to see, like, matter of fact, for my, I end this lot, this um, podcast, let me show you how spirits show up. My shop that I just got, I initiated into Egbe, which is Isheshe, another path of, of Ifa, African spirituality. And um, in July is when I initiated, and in July is also when I signed the lease to my storefront. Y'all, I, I, left, I left a suite the size of a room when I divorced my husband. Spirit told me that they would tear my life up but they would help me rebuild it and I had to trust and that they would, re- would help me rebuild it even even more betterful, better and beautiful than, than what it was before and then that it would be built on a solid foundation which is spirit I didn't understand it then this year makes three years y'all and I'll be opening up my storefront a storefront and the, the crazy thing I, I tell y'all that because I just want to I just got to testif- testify to y'all spirit is real I started honoring myself, just my ancestors, constantly, unapologetically, boldly, fearlessly. And as I constantly kept investing in my spirituality and my growth, I've seen them work more and more in my life. Y'all, my shop is right by Iris Drive. My aunt is named Iris. It's amazing. And she lets her all of them let themselves be known. It's but it's 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 amazing. I'm telling you, tap into your ancestors. Tap into your ancestors, y'all. That is the key. That is very major. I don't care what religion you are part of. Honor your ancestors. Go and start that altar. And thank me later. My name is Ifa Ife. And I'm sending you, you guys, a lots of love and light. And I'm praying for success on your journey. I'm praying for your perseverance and your strength because you're going to need it. And I ask that you continue to ask your ancestors for that same strength. Ask them for the strength that they had when they endured. Because our life is way more easier than what they had to endure. Right? So again, give thanks for your ancestors. I share.